I must ask you a question. Oh, you must. <laughs> For those of you who are watching the video stream over at video.freetalklive.com. This just in. Uh, Steve Classic, one of our co-hosts here at Free Talk Live, has brought in breaking news, an official photo of the prison guard who is watching over Jean-Luc. An official photo of the prison guard watching over Jean-Luc. If you've seen this person, please contact authorities immediately. Uh, she, I mean, he uh, has a striking resemblance to Hillary Clinton. What? But with like a uh, a bit of a Edward James almost mustache, uh, if you will. <laughs> mustache. Uh, big big glasses that kind of look like cop shades, but they're only tinted. They're not really mirrored. And uh, yeah, big smiling yeah. face. So yeah, uh, this is free. This know. is free talk live. The telephone number here is six zero three two eight three six one six zero. The phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. In the studio tonight, it's Steve Classic and Nikki Sunshine, and I am your host, the Lord Reverend Doctor, and uh, no longer going to be Ambassador Captain Kickass Esquire, if PhD. you will. No longer Ambassador. <laughs> What's up with that? Well, I was never really an Ambassador. I was just talking to some people about being an Ambassador, and now the opportunity for Ambassadorship has passed. Yeah, and so you don't need that. Yeah. I got plenty. Of you're problems. you're plenty prestigious without yeah. the ambassador. You're so. going to need a bigger business card. Oh, if it's you not. Have that. I, it's I not. Know. It's not out of the question. It's still on the table as like just you know, a potential burner, right? a potential yeah. title on down the road to add to my incredibly long and arduous title uh, <laughs> cool. list that I have. So uh, thanks for being here, you guys. It's good to see you both. <laughs> uh, I've titled this show Epstein Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Why? Because you wanted to use the word boogaloo. Well, so I, if you're as old as I am, you'll know that there was a movie. It was sort of a, in the era of like, like when breakdancing first came yeah, out. Yeah, it was Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. And they made a second one. And it was called really? Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. So Breakin', B-R-E-A-K-I-N apostrophe, right, was the first movie. And then they made a second one called Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. And then somehow fast forward to you know the two thousands and the word boogaloo has been like co opted or something and now oh it means, the boogaloo boys yeah the the boogaloo right? you know all that kind of stuff oh. so so both in part to make fun of both of those things but also because I thought it was appropriate being we're talking about eerily similar events that happened to this guy Jean Luc Brunel. A one-time Miami modeling guru <laughs> found dead in jail. Wow. Modeling guru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, so I, I have to back up because that's the second article. The first article is actually I got from Yahoo News. Yes, I know it's pronounced Yahoo, but I like to call them Yahoos. Epstein's alleged pimp, John Luke Brunel, found Ooh. hanged in cell. Now... That makes you think. Oh, you're like, wait, Epstein was his prostitute, and like, did he, did John Luke was John Luke smacking Epstein up and all that kind of thing? Well, no, no, no. It Plot means, twist, <laughs> right? Yeah, it means something different. It says Jean Luc Brunel, the French modeling agent accused of procuring girls for Jeffrey Epstein, was found hanged in his Paris jail cell in a shocking replay of how Epstein himself. Died. Yes, I'm. I'm just I'm shocked. I'm so shocked. Aren't you shocked? I'm, I'm speechless. My this is my surprised speechless. face. My That's flabber why I saw that that thing come across my phone with that picture. Like, 
I think that was the same security guard that was in New York City. That's hysterical. The 76-year-old was found during a nighttime check by guards at La Sante early Saturday, officials told Le Mans. Officials. I, I'm probably mispronouncing all this French crap, too, so... His attorneys told the paper that the apparent suicide was not driven by guilt, but by a deep sense of injustice. Epstein and Brunel accuser Virginia Roberts Euphrey said it was unfortunate that the Frenchman would not face trial. Oh, so unfortunate. So sad that he can't rat all those people out that are molesting children. Very unfortunate. I would have blamed climate change. (laughs) Right. They don't, they don't even say the alleged. They just say, the suicide of Jean-Luc Brunel, who abused me and countless girls and women, ends another chapter. I am disappointed that I was not able to face him in a final trial and hold him accountable for his actions, but gratified that I was able to face him in person in Paris to keep him in prison, she said. Brad Edwards, who has represented Robert's Gouffre, said he <laughs> believes the Frenchman took his life because... He knew his fate was sealed. One of those phrases oh. that doesn't get used often enough. Fate was sealed. Sealed your fate. Airtight. It's like, what What are you doing? Are you in a Ziploc? <laughs> are you hermetically z- sealing yourself with one of those seal-a-meal contraptions? So he was, he was, he hung himself, apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, he hung himself with his bedsheet. He, uh, she continues to spout about all sorts of stuff. Uh, Virginia's testimony in France was a major factor in John Luke being jailed. Her recent settlement with Prince Andrew solidified her as a highly credible person, so it cannot be a surprise that he took the same cowardly path as did his old pal to avoid true accountability. I feel bad for his many victims, but this does not have much impact at all on our investigation, which continues to strengthen. Brunel, who founded Karen Models, (laughs) K-A-R-I-N, And MC2 model management started blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it talks about this guy at ad nauseum, and I don't want to give him any more press than he really deserves. But um, so, yeah, that was weird. I read this last night, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Uh, they probably got footage, though, right? It was my first thought, because, like, you know, he's in jail, and he's been there for some time. He's part of the Epstein case. And you would think anybody involved in this case at this point would be under 24-hour camera surveillance. Well, how would they murder him if he was under surveillance? But no, they weren't. Nope, not at all. In fact, Jeffrey Epstein associate Jean-Luc Brunel, one-time Miami modeling guru, found dead in jail. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's former business partner and alleged accomplice in trafficking and sexually abusing girls, (laughs) Jean-Luc Brunel, was found dead Saturday in his French jail cell, according to French authorities. Brunel's death eerily echoes Epstein's death by hanging in a New York prison cell in August 2019 that was ruled a suicide. <laughs> Brunel had been arrested in December 2020 and was under investigation on rape and sex trafficking charges. It almost seems like the entire ring of people who were doing this, that their conscience is getting the better of them now that they're being held accountable for their uh, actions. Give me a break. Oh, my God. Like, seriously? (laughs) Why even go to jail to hang yourself? Just do it at home before you even get in trouble. Uh, That was said by by Spencer Coven, who's an attorney 
that has represented several of Epstein's victims. Of course, the alternative conspiracy theory is that <laughs> it's like someone is trying to clean up shop. What? No way. That must be a conspiracy that's, theory. That's, a, quote, the alternative the- conspiracy theory. Makes no sense. <sighs> Epstein had provided Brunel a $1 million line of credit to start the Miami Beach Modeling Agency, MC2, and Brunel, a legendary modeling scout who had worked for decades in New York and Paris, oh, has long been rumored to have aided and participated in Epstein's abuse of girls. Prior to MC2, Brunel had run the New York office of the famed modeling agency for much of the 1990s, but Maritza Vasquez, Brunel's former bookkeeper in Miami Beach, told the Miami Herald in 2019 that the business MC2, the modeling business, wasn't really a functioning modeling agency, but was more of a vehicle for steering young women recruited into the agency to parties at Epstein's mansion in Palm Beach and New York and wasn't a successful business. (laughs) The bookkeeper saying this modeling agency, not a successful business. Hmm. The front, in other words. I think the bookkeeper is probably going to jail and will end up hung. The only reason Mr. Epstein was involved was because of the girls, I think, because it was not a profitable profitable business, Vasquez told the Herald. Brunel's death comes days after Prince Andrew settled with a lo- or settled a lawsuit with Epstein accuser Virginia Gouffre, who said Prince Andrew had sexually abused her when she was underage at several homes owned by Epstein. Shocking coincidence? Alternative conspiracy theory? You be the judge. Did Jean-Luc really kill himself? Why were the cameras not working? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Captain's Log, Stardate 02202022. Yes, that was a superfluous <laughs> zero in front of that. But, wow. Uh, I just wanted to point out that it was 220-2022. Yeah. Which yeah. sounds like a lot to say. 202202022. It's a lot of twos and zeros. On Tuesday, it's going to be 2222. Will they and have that's National Margarita Day? Will they have two for two, <laughs> two. on Tuesdays on Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday, two oh, margaritas. Man. Yeah. Will you two be there? <laughs> the I'll, two be, of I'll be somewhere. It's five o'clock oh, all yeah. day on Tuesday. Right. <laughs> Will you order two? Absolutely. I always order two. All right. That's good. We've been talking about this guy. <laughs> We've been talking about chickpeas. Well, <laughs> yeah. During the break, we were. Somehow talking about chickpeas and pea soup and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, I sh- I don't want to mention this because, well, well now you have to. I don't know yeah. if I don't know if we'll get to it. It's because we were talking about chickpeas. And all, <laughs> all right, let's just do it. Uh, we were talking about this guy Jean Luc Benson, who <laughs> who uh, this is in France or something and. He apparently was supplying um, Epstein with with underage females for their their rape island or whatever. And so wrong. I you know I'm not uh, pulling any punches here. It's free talk live. Um, 
and he somehow hung himself. In Seriously. A, in a, a, a Allegedly hung himself. With the fitted sheets. In his cell, and of course, cameras were not rolling. You know, that guilty conscience. I mean, he was just so guilty about the things that he did. Yeah. That 20 years later, he hung himself. So if you want to comment on any of that, 603-283-6160. Since we brought up the chickpeas, and the, well, and if you're watching us at video.freetalklive.com, uh, Steve Classic here is putting up a picture of the guard who is allegedly uh, manning the post, if you will. Or, she shut the cameras off. Yeah. Uh, so, but we talked a little bit about uh, starchy vegetables chickpeas and that kind of thing and uh this from euronews.green that that nikki brought in i was hoping this is where you were going (laughs) (laughs) plant-based passion why vegans have better sex and i'm just looking at this photo that they have accompanying (laughs) this article and it's like a banana banana with like a half unwrapped condom it's red by the way uh you know on the banana itself a half shucked ear of corn a cucumber i mean you know not very phallic symbols at all really uh a half sliced uh what is it a pear and a tangerine and (laughs) peach peach that that have phallic sort of symbolism associated with them they're all fruits they're not all yeah i guess there's a couple vegetables yeah. We all know eating more plants is good for us and the planet, but some say the benefits of a vegan diet extend into our love lives, too. Who doesn't want better circulation and stamina for a more enjoyable evening for all involved? A survey in 2020 discovered that 84% of vegetarians reported satisfaction with their sex lives compared to only 59% of meat eaters. But crucially, 95% of vegan participants said they were satisfied. So why do vegans purport to have better sex? Could it be the shape of the vegetables, perhaps? It could be that they answer the survey more than people who eat meat. I don't know. <laughs> could be. Nikki? I vote. I mean, you can change it to 96% because I vote mm-hmm. and I happen to You're be. You're 1% of the uh, I mean, survey I voters? Uh, interesting. Now I am. You've sure. given yourself much clout. Hmm. Well done. Sort of like the politicians when they give themselves power they didn't have before. It just materializes out of nowhere. <laughs> Red meat can make for a heavy meal, often leaving you feeling lethargic and sleepy afterwards. Isn't lethargic and sleepy synonyms? Are they kind of the same? Okay. You know, uh, for a fact, lethargic and sleepy. I thought maybe those were the two of the renamed dwarves. <laughs> Grumpy's no longer grumpy. He's yeah. just lethargic. Peter Dinklage would not like that terminology you're using there. Yeah, but his last name is Dinklage. <laughs> All right. The captain continues. Uh, Feeling lethargic and sleepy afterwards, which is not the sexiest mood to be in, whereas vegetables don't leave you bloated or tired in the same way. In fact, research suggests there is a link between B vitamins found in spinach, Brussels sprouts, and oranges, and serotonin production. This is one of the chemicals in your brain that makes you happy. Oh. That must be why I'm so happy, because I ate like four oranges today. I thought serotonin was running for something, governor or mayor or something somewhere. Serotonin? Sarah Palin. Oh, no, no, no. Sarah uh, Palin. No, I'm thinking oh. of the, uh, uh, what is she? She's like the, they used to do like TV all the time, the like fitness instructors. You could just turn on the oh. channel. And the, Jane Fonda? That kind of a thing, yeah. You know, oh, I'm uh, getting warmer. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. She's like a dancer, right? Yeah, a fitness instructor person with her own. DVD series or serotonin. 
Oh, the I can just hear the people listening. Why it's this? Why don't you know? Uh, so we're talking about this article about vegetables uh, and and your sex life. Does being a vegan uh, make you uh, have a better sex life? And this article seems to lean that way. Red meat, uh, we already talked about that. Uh, it says, but hang on, we all know the saying about beans, and it's true. <laughs> beans can cause flatulence. <laughs> yes, yes, they can. Not ideal for a romantic evening. <laughs> Although, if you're into the Dutch oven, <laughs> oh man, oh. certainly. Uh, Do we have a one of the many one of the many tools you have in your kitchen at your disposal for cooking the beans? Uh, what's the best dish to eat before you jump into bed? Ooh, ooh, ooh! I know. Pick me. Pick me. Okay, Nikki. Pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think everybody knows about the pineapple thing, right? No? Steve? Yes, I do. Okay, all right. Well, I I know of it, but I I have not participated in the <clears throat> actual taste Oh, test. just keep one of those, uh, you know, it's like a half gallon thing of pineapple juice in the yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, keep yeah. one of those around, just in case. Just in just case, in case, you, know? yeah, you, you need, need to, to do that for like one, a couple days. You know? it's, 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 yeah. it's the same thing for uh, for the guys who are getting older and got to use the pills. <clears throat> Right? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, pineapple works for that? Well, if you take the pineapple juice at the same time you take the pill, it all just sort of works itself out. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. Right? Because you got to take the pill usually a little bit before, yeah. allegedly, so I've been told. I don't have that problem. So. You don't have, you never run out of pineapple juice? <laughs> no, never. I always have plenty <laughs> like, of pineapple juice. I'm stocked juice. up. I'm yeah. pineapple <laughs> apocalypse ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. But hang on, we all know oh, we, we said that. That's a fruit, though. We're talking about vegetables. All right, you said you said what was your vote for best dish to eat? Pineapple. Okay. Pineapple. Yes. Did you? What? What do you think? I, I'm going dish? with the beans. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. I'm, I'm going with cheese. That's not a vegetable. Oh, damn it! Or you could eat the fake cheese. It's like well, the tofu turkey. It do, I make it a great cheese out of the, potatoes and carrots. The question just says, what's the best dish to eat before you jump into bed? So I'm just going with dish. string cheese. Okay. Right. Okay. I, I accept. Right. That's acceptable. I say that just because it's a bit of a binder, you know, rather than the opposite, eating the beans, right? Which yeah. uh, could be a smelly situation. Oh. We'll have that answer and more right after this break. Wow. It's like you hey. knew what I was going to say, <laughs> except that uh, we don't say right after this break. We say coming up, coming up on Free Talk Live. <laughs> we'll answer that very question from this article and talk more about why being vegan may help you have a better sex life. This is Free Talk Live 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com.
Free Talk Live is hitting your eardrums right about now. Woo! That's right. We're here, and this is where we are. Because if we weren't here, we'd be somewhere else. It doesn't matter where here is as long as we're here. <sighs> the telephone number. We are a live call-in radio talk program where you can talk about whatever's on your mind. Yeah, we're talking about stuff. You can talk about that, too. But if there's something on your mind that you want to broadcast over nationally syndicated radio... That's also streamed on the internet and some satellite stations. Why? Give us a call. 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. Just Nikki now. You've dropped the... Nikki, Nikki Sunshine. You've dropped the planetary uh, reference. Planetary, the solar system. The star. The star reference, yes. You know, because I'm a star. Oh, I didn't put that together. (laughs) That makes sense now. It's all coming together. I thought it was just because you're like cheery all the time. Okay. I have to tell you that Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important world-changing information. If you're already a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. All right, so we started talking about this Jean-Luc Bertrand, uh, who was uh, associated with Mr. Epstein, who, no, he didn't have his bank accounts cut off by governments. No, he was in jail and allegedly hung himself in the style, in the key, if you will, in the key of Epstein, right, uh, where no cameras were, were on at the time. He must have gotten inspiration from him, you know? It's like, I'm going to go out the way that guy did. Yeah. Copycat uh, suicide. I mean, yeah. this does happen, right? Like, one guy jumps off the bridge, right, and kills himself, and then it's in the news, and then some other guy goes, you know, I'm depressed, and I want to jump off the bridge, too. Yeah, before I you think know it, Before you know the it, there's a line. Yeah, Before probably. you know it, there's a line at the bridge, and yeah. some guy's selling tickets now, so it's going to yeah. cost you money if you want to jump off the bridge and kill yourself. And if you want to cut in line, it's going to cost you more. Yeah. <laughs> if only there were a real and true free market. Tell your friends. We'd have these things. So we moved on from that, and we were talking about this article from Euronews.green that Nikki brought in, uh, talking about a, a vegan diet may be the reason you're having better sex. And so we've talked a bit about, you know, what types of foods, uh, the vitamins, you know, and that kind of a thing. Uh, and, and beans, of course. Yeah. But the question was, what... <laughs> is the best dish to eat before you jump into bed. And I said cheese. Uh, you said... Beans. And you said... Pineapple. <laughs> this says, the Mediterranean diet has long been known to support a healthy heart, but research has also shown these benefits may extend to sexual health, reducing the risk of erectile dysfunction and preserving sexual function, explains London-based nutritionist Lily Souter. So, by eating less meat, moderate fish and dairy, small amounts of red wine, and having an emphasis on plant-based foods, things could certainly be looking up <laughs> in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, there needed to be a timpani. Right there. 
She adds that if you're worried about baked beans on toast, because <laughs> nothing sexier than baked beans on toast, let me tell you. I've never I mean, heard of baked beans on toast. Really? It must oh, be a British a thing. Yeah. Must be a vegan thing. <laughs> must buy stock in Heinz baked beans. <laughs> she adds if you're worried about baked beans on toast, go for green beans, rice, or quinoa. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Or quinoa. <laughs> QAnon. <laughs> Q-anana instead, which are less likely to make you feel gassy during those intimate moments. <laughs> that just There's sounds nothing like, funnier than sounds that. Sounds like a horrible, horrible infomercial. <laughs> are you suffering? Fr- are you gassy during those intimate moments? <laughs> Did you buy beans during the pandemic of 2020? Mom you may be entitled to. Mom, do you ever do you ever get that that not so fresh feeling? <laughs> Eat some pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> what's more red and processed meat appear to have the greatest effect on the environment out of any type of food shifting our diets to encompass more plant-based protein may even help to cultivate a more environmentally sustainable diet so you can f for the sustainable you know future i'm calling that article out as propaganda Vegan propaganda? Yeah. No, just oh, you know, the, the planet uh, climate change that eat would be, less meat. That would be veganda. Vegan oh. propaganda. So I learned this the other day. I was discussing with somebody about how Bill Gates recently bought a lot of farmland. Yep. So, and it's like, okay, what is some tech guy going to do with farmland? Like, that's a little suspicious. And then uh, my friend was telling me that he's pushing the vegan agenda. Apparently, he's a vegetarian or whatever, and he wants people to eat no to very little meat. And apparently, this is part of like the new world order thing. Right. Which was news to me. I didn't. Oh, no, that's 100% accurate. Because your brain is made of 95% fat. So if you eat a vegan diet, your brain is starved for fat, which makes you not as smart. I don't think I'd go that far. I mean, there are other sources I don't think, of protein I don't think, and But I don't oil. think Bill Gates eats a lot of vegetables. He's a smart guy, I think. Uh, do you know the know. hardest thing about eating a vegetable? It's the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's Where's right. The, cue the music. Uh, uh, <laughs> Where's the break? Come on. Off-color jokes here on Free Talk Live. <laughs> I was thinking earlier <laughs> I just about said- how vegetables don't have a very good sex life. <laughs> If only they had a vegan diet, Nikki. If only they had a vegan diet, they could be more, they could enjoy their sex life more. They could be more fruitful. No, they could be more vegetable-full? Vegetable-full? Is that less, a word? Less, less wow, vegetable-full. is there someone on the phone? Anyone on the phones? Let's go to the phone. <laughs> Anyone. Please call in. Do vegans agree with this assessment? We spoke to three people anonymously. <laughs> who identify as vegan to get the lowdown on whether their love lives have improved since going plant-based. One started off by saying plant-based food is generally easier to process, which makes vigorous sex after dinner dates more pleasant, he added. That there haven't been too many changes in his sex life, but that the only noticeable difference is probably right after a meal. Another vegan living in the north of England went into some more detail for us. I've been a vegan on and off for about 10 years, and it's quite obvious how much having a vegan diet has improved my sexual performance. I have stronger erections, more stamina, (laughs) quicker refractory periods, and could perform three to four times within a night or session, he tells us. Because sometimes three to four times takes more than just night. It becomes daytime at that point. (laughs) It sounds Olympian there. 
Jeez. That should be a band name, Vigorous Erections. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that is a rock and roll band name, if I have ever heard one. Uh Particularly if it was like something out of like the you know hard rock of the seventies and eighties and that kind oh, of yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, or better yet, it's a bunch of aging rockers, <laughs> right? Who are endorsed by the Little right. Blue Pill, and now they're back. Right? Yeah. yeah, like I'm thinking Aerosmith. Right, you know? right. We're on a vegan diet. We don't need that Blue Pill. We have got to start thinking about the type of world we're going to leave behind for Keith Richards. It is far beyond time for us to consider these things. <laughs> Speaking of aging rock stars, he's going to outlive us all. Yeah. Nick, do you have any comments on this? I mean, I've been a vegetarian since I was eight years old, so I don't think I can really produce a proper assessment from like eating meat to since I wasn't sexually active back then. Right. Okay. But, um, I got you. So the basically the entire time you've been a vegan. Yeah, pretty much. So well, I was eating dairy at some point. Okay. But but not now. Not now. No. So what prompted you to bring this in? I just thought it was funny. I liked the, the funny. I liked the condom banana. Honestly, I saw that and I was like, "Yeah, we got to talk about this." I enjoy the sibilance of some of these multisyllabic words contained within the article. Don't eat corn the long way. <laughs> corn. Oh boy. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Coming up, we'll talk about a convoy in the United States of America. Come on, man. More free talk lives on the way. That's right. I have to I have to push buttons to start the uh, the microphones. Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Thank you. That's the sound these buttons make too. The exact sound those buttons make. Very yeah. noisy. Yeah. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the phone number here in the studio. If you would like to join us on this edition of Free Talk Live in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain, Steve Classic, and Nikki. Uh, we're going to move on from the veganism and sex life uh, article much to Nikki's chagrin <laughs> she's know, already looking up another one i know I, but i've already found like four more but <laughs> i know i know you sure your, your i heart. guess we can talk it's about other things i did tease a little bit that we would talk about the people's org. now this was apparently talked about a bit on friday uh, according to my producers. But they have made an official press release as of today. So I wanted to take a minute because since the Ottawa thing had kicked off, the, the truckers for you know lifting the mandates and Canada doing the Reich thing and, you know... Don't honk on me. Yeah. Uh, and it's a horrible, terrible situation. Many folks have been wondering... Will there be something similar? And there have been rumors about, yes, there will be. But up until, well, apparently Friday, at least nobody here at Free Talk Live uh, could substantiate that. We even had callers call in who are truckers themselves or involved in the trucking industry. It was like, I, if, if something like that were going on, I'd have heard about it. Now, you know, uh, sometimes stuff gets biased, but uh, this was just released today, and it is from thepeoplesconvoy.org. American truckers are launching the People's Convoy, a peaceful and unified transcontinental movement on February 23rd 
from Adelanto Stadium in Southern California. Uh, American truckers are launching the People's Convoy on Wednesday the 23rd from the Adelanto blah, blah, blah. Starting at 10 a.m., hundreds of truckers will hear words of encouragement and blessing from a group of speakers, including FLCCC President Dr. Pierre Corey and Godspeak Church Pastor Rob McCoy. The truckers and blue-collar workers of the United States will be joined by freedom-loving supporters from all walks of life. Frontline doctors lawyers, first responders, former military servicemen and women, students, retirees, mothers, fathers, and children on this peaceful and law-abiding transcontinental journey toward the East Coast. The truckers encourage one and all to come out to the stadium in the heart of Adelanto, California, to wish them well, see them off, and join the journey. This convoy is about freedom and unity. The truckers are riding unified across party and state lines and with people of all colors and creeds. Christians, Muslims, Sikhs, Mormons, agnostics, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Native Americans, Republicans, Democrats, all individuals are welcome to participate by either attending the launch gathering at 10 a.m. Wednesday at the stadium or by getting in their own vehicles and following the big rigs toward the East Coast. The message of the People's Convoy is simple. The last 23 months of the COVID-19 pandemic have been a rough road for all Americans to travel, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and not least financially. With the advent of the vaccine and workable therapeutic agents, along with the hard work of so many sectors that contributed to declining COVID-19 cases and severity of illness, it is now time to reopen the country. The average American worker needs to be able to end run the economic hardships of the last two years and get back to the business of making bread so they can pay their rents and their mortgages and help jumpstart the economy. Because, and I'm just going to stop there for a second, because the economy is really what's hurting people. It really is. This government overreaction, and not just here in the United States, globally, the government overreaction to this coronavirus, a common virus, Yes, some people did die, as happens from many coronaviruses, but it's not at such a level where there needs to be a state of emergency. Still. And And, it's still in place. And I would also like to point out that more people started dying after they released the vaccine. Shh, that's not true, is it? (laughs) Oh, oh, you're right. (laughs) No, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Don't listen to me. I'm a... Aluminum foil hat. I'm a... I'm a theorist theorist. I have theories about theories. Uh, To that end, back to the article, or the uh, press release. Uh, To that end, it is time for elected officials to work with the blue-collar and white-collar workers of America and restore accountability and liberty by lifting all mandates and ending the state of emergency. As COVID is well in hand now, and Americans need to get back to work in a free and unrestricted manner. I'll stop there again, because everybody... uh, basically in the entire world there might be some spots wherever they have but for the most part everybody has been exposed to covid right near as i can tell i was working with someone last week and she said i've been vaxxed double vaxxed and boosted she's wearing a mask she said she said i haven't gotten covid yet and i just basically said to her you're gonna get it you're or she already it. has, and she doesn't know. Or, or she, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. everyone's going to get it, no matter what. You I do, do feel sorry for like somebody like you're describing who has done all these things 
and hasn't been, become ill and won't because they got it and they're asymptomatic or whatever, right? Right, yeah. right? Yeah, and and they're going to continue to like just be this you know, sort of <laughs> restrained type of person because they haven't got it yet. It'll be five years, ten years down the road. They'll be well, like, well, I still didn't get it, so I'm not yeah. yet. Well, you know, like how can you live like and that? And the precautions that people are taking are destroying their immune systems. Wearing gloves all the time, yeah. wearing like six masks, bleaching groceries, constantly <laughs> sanitizing everything, overuse of hand sanitizer, Ugh. all of those things. Yeah. I mean, the overuse of hand sanitizer actually creates more super infections that are resistant to hand sanitizers and different sort of antibacterials. So all of these precautions that people are taking are actually making their own personal situation so much worse. Yeah. And- I got the COVID uh, relatively early on, along yeah. with a few other hosts here at Free Talk Live. And, I mean, I was I stayed away for two weeks because that's what you know, everybody said, two weeks, right? Quarantine's two weeks. Right? Okay, all right. I, I had it, and it was a weird flu, right? It was slightly different than, like, the regular flu. Can't smell anything. For, for me, yeah. in the fact that, like, the symptoms were a little bit out of order compared to how I normally get them in the flu. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, the... The Can't loss smell. of taste. And I had, no maybe taste. for like a day, I had like a bit of, I'll, I'll call it delirium. Just this sort of like, where like reality and my dreams were sort of melting into one. Mm. I was this half conscious sort of thing. You know, it was weird. I found my my loss of motivation to do anything. Was, oh, I've was, never lost that. Well, yeah, just like, that yeah. well, just like you're on the couch. It's like, well, do I want to get up and get? Uh, I'm just, I'll just well, that's right like general fatigue, but right? That you yeah, get from yeah. being yeah. like it was definitely. Ill, yeah. you know? I, I did lose a, a bit of weight, uh, and I drank a whole bunch of fluids. Scotch. Um, no, no. Uh, ironically enough, I actually stayed uh, away from booze. Uh, uh, right. I generally, when I get sick, I douse myself with water, and by douse, I mean I drink a bunch yeah. of water and uh, fruit juice. Pineapple juice, Pineapple orange juice, juice <laughs> you know, uh, I'll do cranberry juice specifically. These are the ones that I look for. But, I mean, I'll drink a variety of stuff. But mm. uh, generally, I'm just chugging fluids the, the entire time I'm ill because I know that my body's going to consume them and go through them and use right. them and I need the vitamins yeah. and et cetera and so on. And so outside of that, it was flu-like and, you know, this loss of taste and smell and the delirium, like... Even with those things included, it wasn't like that. I never once thought I was going to die. I never right. once felt so bad that I was going to have to go to the hospital. Actually, I thought I might die because of all the television stories saying, you might die. Now I've got it. Yeah. Like, I might yeah. die. But I didn't die. And also, I want to mention, I know a lot of people don't believe in stuff like this, but I am a heavy believer in manifestation and the law of attraction. In the power of your mind to the things you are thinking and the words you are saying are like a a catalyst or a boomerang, the thoughts in the words that you're sending out into the universe are constantly coming back towards you into your life. Yes. So when people are like, ah, COVID, you're literally manifesting illness into your life. And the people TV are, is saying that you're going to yeah. get sick and so, die. Like so it's like this massive manifestation of all of these people watching the news and everybody constantly regurgitating this narrative yeah. that are making it so much worse. And some oh, people wait. don't believe in that, mean, but I do. You mean uh, large quantities of people can be controlled by <laughs> sending them the same message repeated over and over again through thousands of different outlets by uh, thousands of different providers? Oh. I think so. Oh, oh, it, wow. oh that's called, what's it called? Oh, it's called mass programming. Hypnosis. Mass hypnosis. It's called programming. programming. Huh. Television programming. Weird. Is that why, like, when I bump into people and they try and talk about, like, current events or topics that they all repeat the same buzzwords and phrases? Mm-hmm. 
603-283-6160. I've got a little bit more about the People's Convoy, and I also want to talk about the potential of 500 people to be freed because of one cop. The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. Our numero dos. Here on El Free Talk Live, because I don't know how to say Free Talk Live in Espanol. El Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. We'll get to uh, calls in just a moment. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. Uh, we've been talking about, well, several fun things. We've been talking about this guy, Jean-Luc Besson, who uh, was associated with uh, Jeffrey, I believe it's a Sachi, Jeffrey Epstein. And he yeah, also uh, allegedly in. allegedly hung himself in a French prison. Oh, oh, and no, no cameras were recorded. Cameras were there, but not recording, apparently, allegedly. And uh, Steve, out of hard drive space, bro. Steve Classic is holding up a photo of the guard who was in charge, uh, allegedly. If you're watching the if you're video, watching over at video.freetalklive.com. around, I'll bring it back up. Uh, we've talked about this uh, United States version of a trucker's convoy protest. Uh, we've talked about uh, some other things, and we'll talk about more. But first, let's go to Justin. Justin, where are you calling from? Well, gentlemen, I'm in the south, the deep south. The deep south, and you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Well, I, I want everybody to know that there's some good, health care solutions that can help you in any case and it, they usually plant medicine and for every different thing you might need something different but it's good to know somebody who knows about the different plants so if i were to say you need to do something i couldn't do that because i'm not licensed to practice medicine sure but i've i've noticed a lot of people saying that drinking dandelion tea can help them feel better for almost anything. Mm. I okay. have had dandelion wine in my life. and mm. yeah, I've had <laughs> that, dandelion mead. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the dandelion tea does have, um, like, immune-boosting properties. Some antioxidants or something. Yeah, yeah. vitamin C or something. But it is good for your immune system. So. What else, Justin? There, there's, there's different types, right? There's root and there's leaf and this and that. Yeah, but 
pe- people that are feeling sick, they try the dandelion tea. It's almost like an instant feeling better. Okay, and then the mm. other thing I wanted to talk about was this convoy that we got coming up. Breaker one nine. And it's not it's not it's not specific to the convoy necessarily, but we got to show the truckers some respect every day. Even if we don't see the convoy, even if we're not with the convoy, we got to show these truckers respect because they got a lot of stress on them. It ain't easy driving a truck. No and doubt. And it ain't easy driving near a bunch of bad drivers either. No doubt. <laughs> so we we got to step up our game everywhere in the country to give the trucks more space, to not tailgate them, to pass them quick, not sit in their blind spot. And the government really hasn't trained us to be professional drivers we're kind of at our free will out there on the road uh, government uh, yeah i mean the government does things like gives you a suggestion for how fast you should go and they put their road pirates out you know periodically to extract some money from you but yeah other than that uh, they can barely keep the roads in a nice enough condition for the truckers to get by on so well that's true and and the, and the truckers you know they got to get somewhere and they're trying to get there quick so they're they're sometimes on the gas a little more than they should be, but you know we all need these products that they're that they're bringing around. So we got to try and give them a little more room, be a little more courteous to them. It's not it's not easy moving all that weight around on the road. Hey Justin, um, appreciate the call. Thanks for calling. Uh, I don't think that that guy was named Justin at all. I believe his name is Rubber Duck or the Bandit. Anyone? No, nobody. No, like that. Okay. That one right I thought he sounded head. like the You're old enough like the that. bandit. Right. Yeah, that was uh, okay. Jerry. Uh, who was um, the singer? Was Jerry. Uh, no, he didn't do Convoy. Convoy. Oh, not no. Convoy, convoy was by somebody. C. W. McCall. That's the one. Yes, yes. but not yeah. uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. No, Jerry. Jerry. Um, uh, Jerry. He was, he, was, he was with. No, he was with Burt Reynolds in the uh, Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> Jerry, what the heck is his like last Jerry name? Atric? <laughs> Jerry Atric? Jerry Atric? That's me. Oh, if only there were a magic rectangle. Uh, yes, I have one right here with that picture of the security guard on it. If only there were a magic rectangle in which we could... Jerry Reed. There's Jerry, Jerry Reed. Reed, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Reed. Is that the security guard's name? This is. Oh, no. That, well, I mean... That's the name that they signed in under, yes. So we know that that's a fake name. Uh, Breaker because 1-9. This was in France where the, uh, the Jean Roux homes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I believe that Justin uh, was actually the rubber duck uh, using a pseudonym so as not to give away his, his trucker origins. Handle. His, handle. Yeah, his, his handle. His and, handle. You know, he didn't want the acclaim. He didn't want the fame. Of, oh, the legendary rubber duck called into Free Talk Live. Yeah. I remember being a, a kid in the 70s and getting a, a CB. There used to be CB clubs and everyone would have CB radios. Uh, the CB. It was great. I've said this before on this show, but the CB was actually the first internet. Yeah, hmm. I guess you're right. It's where you would go to ask questions. A chat room. It was the first chat room. It was the first forum, right? It was the hmm. first video chat, except no video, right? Right. So, but chat. like voice chat. Yeah. You know, certainly it had that. And also... Uh, at the advent of the internet, what was the first rule of the internet? Don't put your personal information <laughs> yeah, on the, the internet. internet. And so, now we have social media where it's like, here's but, my kids and uh, everything about right. my life. Don't but, post but, pictures but what, of children on the internet. What did that rule create early on in the internet? It created handles for everybody. Yeah. 
Right, everybody had their internet At. handle. Right. That's where Captain Kickass comes from. Well, At kind Steve of. Classic. I was I was Captain Kickass before the internet. That's how the Mickey Sunshine came about. That was like my Facebook name, so I wouldn't put my real name on the internet. Perfect. And then everybody just kept calling me Nikki Sunshine, and I was like, you know what? This is way better than my legal government name. Yeah. What about you? Did you have an internet handle early on? Uh, no, no, no. I had a radio handle in college. Radio. What about a CB handle? I did. I was the road rider. The road rider. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. KZC one zero seven seven one nine seven seven. All right. All KZC right. one nine seven seven. So if if you look that up on the magic rectangle, you can find out who I am. Okay. Because right. I've changed my name for radio. Steve Classic. Well, That's I mean, not you really are my name. You are classic. But, the, but yeah, there's two Steves. There, yeah. There's more. There's than more two. than two Steves. But yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Internet handle. Yeah, so uh, it created a bunch of handles for people to use and because they didn't want to put their... And then those names became something, at least for folks who didn't have them before the Internet. Uh, I went through some rigmarole with some social media places who tried to like shut down my account because I wasn't using my... Uh, what do they call it? My authentic name. Your government given name. They they couldn't say your government's name because then you'd be like, oh, we're slaves to the government. You want to use the government name? Yeah. Here we so anyway, well, too obvious. You know, they have to. What yeah, is your mom it down a little bit. So uh, I had to go. I had to jump through some unusual hoops and provide them with uh, identification uh, of Captain Kickass. And so I uh, I found a press pass. <laughs> Uh, with Captain Kickass on it, I have Electric some. Bill. Uh, I used to, I used to not only be in a band and play shows live out on the West Coast in the Seattle area for 22 years, but I would book shows as well. And so those shows that I booked, I was the entity that booked them. The managing, you know, manager put on the show, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And so I had some backstage passes with Captain Kickass on it, and I also am ordained by the Church of Spiritual Humanism. And I have, I, I actually sent in and got the certificate. That says Captain Kickass is an ordained minister of the Church of Spiritual Humanism. And these were the documents that I sent in, and they still didn't turn my account back on. Wow. But um, I did some some things behind the scenes, and uh, eventually they turned it back on because I was so annoying right, <laughs> uh, that they were like, oh, my God, who's this guy? Oh, God, he's right. Okay, fine, just turn it back on. And they did. And so now I'm reluctant to leave that platform because I invested so much Time and effort combating their horrific naming algorithm yeah. that uh, singled me out, along with uh, uh, some uh, what, what do you call the, uh, the the drag people, the the drag, oh, queens. The drag queens. Yeah, because they always have wow, interesting interesting yeah. names, right? That don't seem real. Share, sure. all right, you know, and then also um, some of the Sioux Indians from like South Dakota, the Oglala Sioux, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, they have your traditional, you know, sort of uh, Cowboys and Indians film names like uh, Brett Tubles, right? Like so, but this algorithm is filtering that out and saying, yeah. no, your name isn't authentic, even though it's totally their yeah. authentic and, and real name. Typical so, colonialism. Yeah. 603-283-6160. More free talk lives coming up. We will talk about one cop and potentially over 500 cases. Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. 
Well, now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can create an account at axmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com with only an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. Then you can deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then buy ITR. That's the Intercoin Investor Token. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. And now you can buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. All right, uh, 603-283-6160 is the number if you would like to join us in the studio. It's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. All right, so this is from the th- the freethoughtproject.com. That is thefreethoughtproject.com. Over 230 people freed after a single New York Police Department cop caught framing innocent people for drug crimes. That's right. 230 people have been freed over one single cop's poor actions. Granted, they're incentivized to do this kind of stuff, but... Unfortunately, this is not uncommon. Maybe to this degree, but... I I mean, who knows, right? Who knows? Because who watches the watchers, right? Exactly. Cops do have what they call internal affairs, but... For them to ever really kind of go against their fellow cops, right? Everybody talks about the thin blue line and the brotherhood and you know all that kind of stuff. And like these guys are conditioned to not rat on each other, much like any other gang. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Once you're in that gang, you're all sticking together. Yeah. Uh, you don't snitch on your brothers, and they don't snitch on you, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that uh, they are financed by, well, coercion, theft. So, anyway, this is out of Brooklyn, New York. Charges against the now-disgraced New York PD detective, Joseph Franco, are being welcomed by the families of more than 130 New Yorkers as it is leading to the dismissal of their family members' charges. Franco was reportedly caught framing innocent individuals last year And this is the second wave of dismissals tied to his corruption. Last April, Brooklyn District Attorney Eric Gonzalez's Conviction Review Unit asked for the dismissal of 27 felony convictions and 63 misdemeanor convictions based on Franco's corrupt policing. Now, that number has grown as Bronx Supreme Court Justice David Lewis granted the motion to drop the felony cases against 133 defendants who were indicted between 2011 and 2015. Those are some amazing numbers, just in and of themselves. 133 From one police officer. One That's crazy. Cop. One cop. How many police officers are in the NYPD? Uh, thousands. 25,000? Yeah, 30,000? Aren't, aren't they the uh, third largest military in the world, according yes, to... Yeah. You know, so if that's just from one... What I also find very interesting about this last paragraph that I just read is that the Brooklyn District Attorney has a department called the Conviction Review Unit. Wouldn't you think that after 
you should do the review before somebody's convicted? Like, shouldn't we need all of the evidence before we're convicting people of crimes they didn't do? This insinuates that convictions are so frequently incorrect that that a department called the Conviction Review Unit has been formed to, I would imagine, review some convictions. And they're the ones who asked for the dismissal of 27 felony convictions and 63 misdemeanor convictions based on Franco's corrupt policing. So is this guy in jail? (laughs) (laughs) He's still with his brothers. (laughs) We'll find out. We did not want to dismiss or vacate out of hand all cases he was involved in. We investigated those that hinged on his testimony and sworn statements, Bronx County District Attorney Darcel Clark said in a statement. Franco's compromised credibility suggests a lack of due process in the prosecution of these defendants, and we cannot stand behind these convictions. Uh, You think? Yeah. Uh, How about it's about time? (laughs) Hundreds of cases have gone by in which you could have done something, but no. One man. I know. I wonder how many, like how long this spans over, like how many years was he doing this? Good question. Uh, I mean, how long, that, I mean, how would... long has that review board been doing this? Is this their first review? Well, we we got we're starting with our first guy. We found 170. This the right? second guy. <laughs> this at least the the 133 uh, felony cases that were dropped uh, were from 2011 to 2015. So only a four year span for just those cases. Anyway, an additional 250 cases are under review, and a total of 500 cases could be dropped. Wow. That's a lot of lives ruined by this guy, or at least temporarily ruined, right? Because now they're going to get out of jail, hopefully, but I mean... Yeah. According to ABC7, Franco was indicted in Manhattan for perjury, official misconduct, and other charges in connection with four incidents whereby he allegedly framed numerous individuals for making narcotics transactions. According to the Conviction Review Unit, the dozens of cases are being dismissed because Franco's crimes have discredited his witness testimonies. Uh, uh, duh, right? You know, like, oh, oh, look, he's a liar. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at all these other cases in which it was only his testimony that got these people chucked into the can. Oh, what are we going to do about those? Oh, we don't have any choice because if we don't overturn these and set people free, they're going to be a lynching. Yeah. <laughs> or at least a lot of losses. At least that would be my guess as to, you know, what may occur. Uh, we've seen, you know, police departments burn for, well, lesser things. At any rate, according to the conviction, uh, we said that already, criminal convictions largely based on the work of corrupt former or active NYPD officers who engaged in misconduct while executing their duties flies in the face of oaths officers take to protect and serve New Yorkers, said Elizabeth Felber. (laughs) Police officers breaking their oaths to serve the community? No. Come on, man. They do that when they put the uniform on. Yeah. Like, when they cash their paycheck. Right, literally, yeah, literally. They, they don't even have to be out of the academy. When they cash their first paycheck, they are uh, flying in the face of their oath. Uh, anyway, that was said by Elizabeth Felber, the director of the Wrongful Convictions Unit. So wait, they have okay. a they have a conviction review unit, and then now we have 
wrongful a wrongful conviction unit which is a subsidiary of <laughs> at the legal aid society <laughs> in a statement according to the ny post there is more to this story and we'll tell you all about it here on free talk live 603-283-6160 if you would like to comment on this or take control of the airwaves talk about whatever's on your mind more free talk live coming up Monkeys dance. Woohoo! Shake it. That's it. Clap your hands. Good. <laughs> he thought it was funny. <laughs> yes, weird jokes here on Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Steve Classic. And Nikki. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. We've been talking about this article from the Free Thought Project about uh, somewhere between 230, well, over 230 people have already been freed, apparently, after a single cop caught framing innocent people for drug crimes. And as many as 500 people may have their cases dropped or be released when all is said and done. How can one cop be responsible for 500 cases where people are wrongfully committed or, or, you know, something's wrong with his testimony and evidence that, I mean, we, we know that the state is an organization of violence and coercion and has a monopoly on it because they won't allow competition. So uh, I get that, like, these people are incentivized, you know, all that kind of stuff, but this is out of hand. Well, they're, his numbers are approaching the Clinton's numbers. You're like, oh, they're rookie numbers compared to Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it brings us back to our first story. This guy's small tie. <laughs> oh, it is just... And they have these different... They have the conviction review unit, and then they have the wrongful conviction unit. Who's paying for that? Yeah, well, of course... Taxpayers. Yeah, I mean, they're taking it out of your wallet. Well, proverbial your... You don't live in New York, so probably not Thank your God. wallet specifically. But if you've ever traveled there, you've probably you know given up some tax money or some revenue to a tollway yeah. or yeah. something like that. So yeah, yeah, you. So some so some guy can wrongfully imprison five hundred people. So some guy can you know join the force and get promoted to the wrongful conviction unit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably where this guy's going to get promoted to. It's got to be a pretty big unit. <laughs> Eats a lot of vegetables. Eats a lot of vegetables. <laughs> We'll talk more about this, but first, let's go to your calls and thoughts. Let's start with Jimmy in Missouri. Jimmy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I had a question for Nikki about her vegan diet. Sure. I was just wondering what you eat in a day. I eat, first off, I eat like four bananas a day. I eat a lot of nuts and beans, um, chickpeas, one of my favorites. Um, I don't know. I eat a lot of fruit. Oh, yeah. Uh, mainly, mainly I try to, I don't eat like the fake vegan food, like the fake cheeses and stuff. I mainly eat like a whole foods, like fruits and vegetables diet, but try to make oh, sure cool. I get ample amounts of I, protein. Yeah. I like the whole food, uh, uh, plant-based diet. It's, anytime I eat it, I feel 
fantastic. I feel great. Um, but uh, I was uh, like, what? What do you do with the chickpeas? Do you just eat the food separately by themselves, or make like a little dish or something? No, I'll I do hummus a lot, but I'll make like salads and stuff and throw chickpeas or or bees beans in there and rice and beans. Some people might uh, be confused because chickpeas are also known as garbanzo beans, so- <laughs> commonly found on yeah, like salads I, and stuff. Yeah, I actually uh, make some really good uh, vegan tacos with uh, a can of black beans, a can of corn and some rice just uh, put it all in a a uh, like a little tupperware thing put some taco seasoning in there shake the devil out of it and then put it on uh uh corn tortillas and tastes great yeah no cheese no no cheese no, no cheese <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not a real big cheese man so. that's not that's ve- that's not vegan right cheese hey thanks for the call jimmy appreciate it uh, enjoy Dairy. enjoy your vegan diet. Mushrooms, too. I have to give mushrooms a shout out. I eat so many different kinds. Oh, sorry. Sense of no, subject. No, go ahead. Give them, give I eat your- oyster mushrooms, lion's mate. I mean, they're they're good, but Captain, I, unfortunately, can't I, I, yeah, partake. Me and, me and mushrooms don't get along. Um, there was, no, there is still uh, a Texas barbecue joint in Seattle, Washington. I know that doesn't make any sense, but it's there. It's called Jack's. Are they confused? It's actually the owner is from Texas. He just happens to live okay, in Seattle. Okay, I'll, I'll accept it. He, he noticed that there were no Texas style barbecue joints in the Seattle area and opened one, and it's great. Uh, but on the menu, they did have a uh, uh, a smoked. Um, what's the what's the the mushroom oh. the mushroom portobello portobello, portobello. Yeah. smoked portobello uh, mushroom sandwich. And so we convinced a, a guy at, at the office that I worked at who is a vegetarian or vegan or whatever. Uh, we're like, hey, they have this. He's like, I've never had a smoked mushroom before. Yeah. All right, I'll go. And he went. We got him to go to this, you know, Texas bar. You know, yeah. we're eating ribs and, yeah. you know, brisket yeah. and pulled pork. And, you know, and, and he's just having this. And he's like, this is the most delicious mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why I talk about that right now. Just came to mind. Uh, let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just want to mention that. Do you guys uh, rem- remember this quote, um, be red or be dead? I think uh, the quote I remember was better red than dead or better dead than red. Sorry. Yeah. Better dead than red is the one I remember. Oh, but uh, do you kind of think this is, this is the communist way of doing things. Just trample in and take over territory and make it communist. Don't you think that's what's going on now? I mean, the United States of America is far more of a socialist nation, which is sometimes uh, conf- you know uh, correlated to communism. Uh, in fact, so much so that the former Soviet Union would be right. so jealous as to the ability of the government to track and find and you know do all the communist things that they wanted to do uh, that they they would only dream of <laughs> that the United States is currently doing, which is really sad, by the way. Right, but you know something. Uh, the some one of the communist programs that have been gone, by the way, is our pension. It has been gone, believe it or not, in America. It, uh, they tricked the labor unions and putting the pensions uh, into the stock market, and it has been going down in value, and one day it's going to be completely gone. So that's the trickery of the what they're 
pulling on people right now. Well, so that Sarah, the, the they real, don't know that the pension is gone. The the real trickery here is that the value of the United States dollar, which is managed by the Federal Reserve, which is neither federal nor has any reserves, uh, has gone down and continues to go down uh, more than ninety nine percent. And that is to say, in a uh, hundred years ago, uh, one round of you know gold could probably uh, you know one round gold coin, a round of silver, I guess. It was like thirty three dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, one one ounce of gold it was thirty three dollars. Uh, thirty three bucks. One ounce. Uh, no, one ounce of silver is now right around thirty three bucks. Twenty four dollars or something like that. Twenty five. Closer bucks. to thirty. Anyway, yeah. one ounce of gold used to be able to buy like a really nice men's suit. Like you go to like a you know a tailor or something like that. One ounce of gold used to be able to buy a really nice men's suit. Well, guess what? One ounce of gold can still buy today a really nice men's suit. Right, but what can thirty three dollars uh, thirty three dollars in nineteen twenty two versus twenty twenty two can't buy you that? You could probably get a pair of nice sweatpants from Walmart for thirty bucks. Yeah, maybe. So uh, anybody who's bothered to save money in any way, shape, or form over the course of their life, uh, the value of their savings if they've kept it in dollars, controlled and managed by the Federal Reserve, they have lost money because the dollar continues to lose value over time. And that is the real crime. Thanks for the call, Sarah. I was going to say, the money is not going into the pensions. It's going into the stock market. So if you give your money, if you're a union uh, employee, your money goes to your pension. What does the pension fund do with that money? They put it in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So either way, it's going to the stock market because that's the only place you're going to make money now with interest rates at zero, zero, zero. Or gold backs. Are you uh, you trying to get my attention? Flashing gold at me? Some gold backs there? They love it. I, I love gold backs. I, oh, there we go. If you're watching at video.freetalklive.com, you can get a preview of some new Hampshire gold. gold backs. If you don't have them, you can find out all about them online. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next. We're back. We're going to talk about something, guys. I, we are a talk show. We, we are? are. We, we are. When people this call is a talk in. show? I, it is. Oh. We yes. should talk about what we talk about in the break. It's kind of, it's also a pseudo. Like, like pre, a pre-game. Okay, now we're on here. Let's talk about what we're talking about. It's also sometimes a pseudo-reality show. Right? But yeah. And a current events show. And a comedy and show. A comedy show, That's definitely. Uh, we're many things to many people, especially ourselves, and this is Free Talk Live. For those of you just tuning in who might be wondering who these people are, well, I am the Reverend Captain Kickass. I am your host. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Nikki. We've been talking about this article from the Free Thought Project where one police officer could have as many as five hundred cases he was involved in dropped dismissed or have the people ultimately released if they were hmm. uh, sentenced and imprisoned 500 one guy just one guy one now man he was one man he had one desire to frame everybody he could and get promoted uh this is such a horrifying story it really is according to the conviction review unit dozens of cases are being dismissed because of franco's crimes 
Criminal convictions largely based on the work of corrupt former active or New York PD. Uh, we talked about this already. Uh, after Gonzalez moved to dismiss the cases under his office, Judge Matthew D. Emick moved to dismiss dozens of similar drug convictions tied to the corrupt cop. Brooklyn criminal court judge Keisha Espinal followed suit by vacating more than 50 drug convictions. As for Franco, he is currently awaiting trial on dozens of counts of first-degree perjury and other related charges. Does that mean he's in jail? Probably not. Is he out on bail and free awaiting awaiting trial? Generally, probably uh, suggests that uh, otherwise probably say, on paid leave. Yeah, otherwise it would say he's currently in jail awaiting yeah. trial, but it doesn't. It just says he's awaiting trial on dozens of counts of first degree perjury and other related charges, despite facing over a dozen charges in April 2019. And again, in July 2019, Franco was not fired from the department until a year later in Boo. May of 2020. I want to know what charges are he is he facing? Because it said he was perjury. framing people for narcotics, though. So shouldn't he be facing like drug dealing charges or something? Because clearly he was doing other things. Why else would he be framing these people? You know what I mean? As far back as 2011. Why wasn't he? Yeah. You know, why is it that when police do um, things that would get you or I, yeah. you know, uh, the worst, harshest of treatments, why does it take so long for them to get fired? Funny. Qualified immunity? I don't know. If I lied about something in my job and it resulted in one of my coworkers going to jail for something that they didn't do, as soon as my employer found out, I would be fired. Yeah, you would think. It, it wouldn't take very long. You don't I, have that special victims unit like they hit. I, yeah, I don't have the wrongful convictions. Wrongful, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> or just the convictions review unit. <laughs> right. CRU. So anyway, it shows you an unbelievable ripple effect that one individual who wears a shield can have on lives of hundreds, if not thousands, said Ada Leisenring, a criminal defense attorney with Barkett Epstein. Overturning a wrongful conviction is not a substitute for justice because the damage has already been done. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, these people who... yeah. You want to feel good that, oh, okay, some people are getting out of jail or some people are having things dropped against them or, you know, otherwise, you know, but no, the damage is already done. This is not justice. Filing a lawsuit against the NYPD and receiving financial reparations for that is a step towards justice. Okay, so the taxpayers can pay for these fines? Like what? And this is the problem, of course, with, with yeah. government is that the taxpayer always loses. Always. Yeah, always. There's there's never a win for taxpayer taxpayers even the wrong word tax victim. Yeah, <laughs> tax victim. Man. Literally, you're yeah. you're being stolen from. You're having money taken by the largest mafia ever to roam planet Earth. At least if you live in the United States and pay some federal taxes. Uh, but in the case of of New York City, uh, if you live there uh, and in the state, even uh, you know your money is being stolen from you and given towards these. Insert cuss word here that I can't say on the radio. Criminals, gang members, thieves, Dogs, goons, tyrants, parasites, killers, lunatics, yeah. evil monopoly, and <laughs> parasites. And this defense attorney is correct. Filing a lawsuit against the NYPD and receiving financial reparations 
might make the families or the victims, you know, feel a little bit better. They got some money for the wrongs that were done to them. But that money isn't coming from the cops who did the wrong. That money is coming from the taxpayers. And that's the real issue, right? And that's why cops keep doing things like this, because they never face real repercussions, right? Like, they don't have to pay these victims money. They rarely have to go to jail themselves. So over 500 people were sitting in a jail cell for years due to this guy, and he's probably, I mean, he still has his job, right? Uh, Well, he was eventually fired. But it took him. It took them years. Yeah. So. To to fire him, even though you know these things were were popping up at the time. Uh, the The summary of why the system is wrong in every instance, why police can never actually do right, even when they try to do the right thing, the reason why governments can never be anything but a parasite on the side of the face of society, is because the cost of being wrong is never paid by those who do the wrong. Yeah. Never. Not once. Not ever. And if you can find a case where it ever was, I can show you the rarest thing on on the face of the earth because uh, that is not the case for most of the things that we see. Unfortunately, there's no shortage of police officers like Detective Franco. At the Free Thought Project, they report on cops who frame people frequently Uh, One such cop whose actions were similar to the actions of Franco was Jackson County Sheriff's Deputy Zachary Wester. Wester was arrested in 2019 after video surfaced of his uh, or of this drug enforcement cop planting meth on an innocent grandmother. What? (laughs) After the release of that video, other videos surfaced showing the officer planting drugs on other folks as well. So can we just brainstorm for a minute here? Sure. Why do they do things like this? Because I'm I'm racking my brain right now. I can't even come up with anything what the incentive is to frame these people. Is it is it fame? Is it he wants to be the officer that's doing the most stuff? Like what what is it? The only thing I can think of is they want to get promoted, right? They want to have enough busts under their collar. Yeah. They want to get the, the rewards and the so, accolades. I, I don't know if they have... Trying uh, to get up to a DEA job. Like, oh yeah, I busted yeah. all so these people. So it sounds yeah. like the incentive should be taken away. Like, why is there a quota that cops have to meet? Why do they, why is it a good thing for them to be busting all these people? That incentive should be taken away. Yeah, you're right. The incentive structure of government is beyond bizarre. Yeah. Right. Uh, The only incentives that really exist is for you to be corrupt if you aren't already. And if you are, you've welcome home. You found heaven because it is ripe for abuse. And, it, it seems like it happens more often than not when someone with good intentions goes, goes into law enforcement yeah. and they either get corrupted yeah. or they just get thrown out. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible for somebody with good intentions, a good sense of morality and ethics to join any branch of government yeah. and be moral and ethical. It's almost impossible. Yeah. So... Uh, the video showed that more people were utterly shocked when uh, Wester claimed to have found drugs in their vehicles. When a single person may have been lying, when everyone reacts the exact same way, something is up. This characteristic led to state assistant attorney at the 14th Judicial Circuit, Christina Pumphrey, investigating the corrupt cop. And she discovered he'd been conducting this framing scheme for some time. As a result of Pumphrey's actions, which led to Wester's arrest, 119 other people 
were exonerated and freed from jail. Yeah, I I don't know how much more you folks need to know before you realize that the system is the problem. The system isn't designed to bring justice. The system isn't designed to do the right thing. The system isn't designed to protect you. It isn't designed to protect your family. It isn't designed for any of the things, any of the sort of righteous things you think it's been designed for. No, it works exactly as designed because it is a cattle management system. Yeah, that's what I always think when people say, oh, the system's broken. Nope. It's not. Nope. If you look at the output of the system and how good or how consistent it's been at maintaining that level of output of what it puts out, which is all crap, by the way, it is doing its job just fine. 603-283-6160. Hour number three of Free Talk Live is next. Welcome back. That's right. You may dance your ass off to the opening music of Free Talk Live with a live radio call-in program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever is on your mind. The telephone number you need is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it is moi, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining moi, Steve Classic. And Nikki Sunshine. I like how you guys sort of changed up your cadence <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. because I changed you it a lot. I was going with the French theme because of Jean-Luc Besson. And uh, the, the bit about him allegedly hanging himself while no cameras were watching. With in, in the key of Epstein. His muse, his inspiration. Uh, don't forget, if you are watching Free Talk Live, I do have a... <laughs> Over at video.freetalklive.com. There is a... I have on my phone a picture Breaking of the news. suspected prison guard who uh, was uh, on guard or on duty at the time of the hanging. Uh, if we can, uh, well, that, uh, that is a very suspicious looking. Uh, I've seen there. Let's see. There you go. If you're watching on Free Talk Live video feed, there it'll be that officer. Yeah, one. See that one, Clint yep. Killery. Clint Killery. <laughs> Clint T. Killery. Uh, it's a yeah. So keep a watch out if you see that person. Let the French authorities. Know. But if you're just listening, if you're in the radio audience, it would be. Someone who looks like Hillary Clinton with a mustache and glasses. Uh, speaking def- of video.freetalklive.com, uh, Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it is really taking off now with over one million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes 
and could literally be taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so now we're streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app over at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed to keep it online forever. Visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. The Royal Canadian Mounted YouTube. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Every time uh, that that phrase, the Royal Canadian Mounted, right? Like it just <laughs> it sounds you know, dirty. It does. Yeah. <laughs> the like, vegetables. Like, like, shouldn't it, shouldn't it at least say the Royal Canadian Mounting? But they want to be the no, mount. They're mounted. They, they want uh, to be not the Mountie, but the Mounter, right? <laughs> You, you would think, want to be a Mountie. You would think they would at, at a minimum. Horse, yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like they're doing the deed with the, with their horses. Right? Don't be the Mountie. They're royal, they're Canadian, <laughs> and they're mounted. Right? Like, I'm sorry. I digress. Oh, wow. uh, I have uh, this uh, article from Bitcoin that I wanted to talk about today because I know you, Steve Classic, you were wanting to uh, touch on how cryptocurrency oh bitcoin socks naked yeah. bitcoin socks dude that's awesome are you on both feet on both feet yeah <laughs> oh, that's Matching. amazing wow <laughs> now is one black with red circles the other or with uh, yellow circles the other one yellow with black circles nope they're both the same but i do have to confess i stole these socks from matt <laughs> so you didn't really steal them because if he was serious about I'm, socks he'd have monero socks he does have monero socks <laughs> See? that i also accidentally now, put in my sock drawer now if you stole those i could see him getting mad he might he won't so, be mad about the bitcoin don't, socks, don't tell but, him please yeah. okay nobody tell matt that nikki <laughs> stole his socks uh, bitcoin had a hand in the ottawa a canadian hand. truckers <laughs> bit or a foot are those bitcoin, sunglasses too bitcoin is a foot oh yeah <laughs> these are my sunday bitcoin socks my fancy foot. socks you know so the uh, they are fancy. They're Sundays. You're wearing your yeah, Sunday, Sunday best. socks. Yes. My Sunday best. Yeah. Sunday best. My holy, my holy socks. <laughs> this holiest of days. <laughs> Bless. Uh, the Canadian truckers. They had like a GoFundMe, something along those yes, lines. Yes, and then they they. I and guess then that that money was stolen by the, GoFundMe, and they were going to distribute it to someone else. Yeah. Somehow that got that blew up. That blew up, and so the the money, and so then. Tally.io set up. Yes, Tally.io set up or was had some part in setting up a a cryptocurrency type of funding campaign for these truckers. And you had some comments about. Well, I was going to say everyone. You know, everyone is telling me. Well, you see, the government is cracking down on crypto, and they're going to freeze your crypto. So I said, well, maybe if it's no. on an exchange and not in your cold wallet, but you brought up an interesting point by saying that it's not actually frozen. True. Yeah, we discussed this a little bit last night on the episode. If you missed it, you can listen to it over at freetalklive.com over in the archive section. Um, what they've done is they've identified certain Bitcoin or cryptocurrency addresses and they've gone to the exchanges or financial institutions and said, don't conduct any transactions to these specific addresses. So they've frozen nothing, right? They've only asked for these institutions to not conduct any transactions. Those addresses can still conduct transactions with anybody who voluntarily chooses to. 
Couldn't you set up a second wallet and send the Bitcoin to the second wallet, and then that address is free? Wow, it's like you're That's, a... Wow, how like tough a, is that to yeah. figure out? I don't know. Yeah. Well, so what is... <laughs> the reason we're talking about this is because governments do not understand this still. Right. To this day, you sitting here, Steve Classic, you're like, well, can you just, uh, <laughs> can you just do? do that? Yep. <laughs> yeah, sure could. And this is this is by design. Boy, I get I get messages all the time from all the you know friends who are like, well, you're crazy. This crypto thing is uh, the government's going to crack. It's going to become. And you try to explain it, and they it's just so the, so the media really puts out a good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. you know, just wait. They just. Love putting Just that wait, stuff out. The, the nerds will lead the way. Yeah, only the richest people well, in the world are buying Bitcoin. I t- not true. Well, that's what they're. That's what well, they that's don't want course. you to know. Yeah. Well, because you need to be able to afford an entire Bitcoin to buy a Bitcoin. You know, that's what people yeah, think. Also false. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very common yeah. misconception. Like, oh, I can't afford a Bitcoin. <laughs> it's kind of sad that that's a. Con- I don't want to like be mean, but, how, but this is, a- is it like that hard to figure out that you? I mean, I don't know. This is how. I don't like to be mean. <laughs> this is how. I don't want to say small-minded, but I mean it's the words that yeah. pop into my head. Like how unable people are to imagine something that you can buy a fraction of. So, and this is kind of what I was trying to allude to. People aren't very smart. <laughs> Thank you, public education. Because your yes. brain needs fat. <laughs> it's because too many it's, vegans. It's oh the, wait, it's the dang <laughs> vegans. <laughs> Um, it, it is, I mean, mm. oh, uh, so, so, so also this, this swerves into uh, people wanting to take money out of the bank, right? The bank runs. Right? The, so, you know, so the you term wanna... bank run is, you know, that's, that only happened during the, uh, you know, the, the stock market crash bank or when runs. bankers eat too many beans, you get the <laughs> bank runs. The bank runs. <laughs> but what's, what's the, the Christmas movie where the guy's like, well, we don't have your money. It's in this guy's house and it's, uh, we lent it out to the, so the money isn't really there. Right. It's all fractional reserved, you know, yeah. uh, lending and it debt. Is. So when you want your money, you can't get your money. Right. It, I, I can't remember the video that I saw. I was talking about it, I think, in the breaks yesterday. That One of the things that sort of turned me towards uh, economic, uh, libertarian economics, if you will, the Austrian economics school, was this video I saw on fractional reserve banking where it talked about how money is created out of thin air just by the act of banks lending. They, only, they used to only need 10%. In reserves to loan out, you know, so if they were going to loan $100,000, they only needed like 10 grand, uh, in 10 grand or something yeah. in reserve. Now they, the Federal Reserve they said, no, there's no reserve. Just lend away. <laughs> there's no reserve. No more reserve requirement. Just, let, just make reserve. more money. At will. Lend it out as you see fit. It'll all be fine. There won't be any inflation. It'll what be transitory. Run, bank runs. Forget it. 603-283-6160. Coming up, we're going to talk about the separation of money and state. What is that? Don't stop bereaving? Don't stop believing. Bereaving. Or you can sing Hold on to that funeral feeling? <laughs> Streetlights, people, oh, oh, oh. Something like is that. that. Isn't that, uh, what's that? The, it's, it's Yearny, right? It's a soft J. Right. Yearny. Like the Wall it? Street Urinal? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Or the Atlanta Urinal. <laughs> this is Free are we, Talk are we Live. talking about what yeah, we were talking about I, during the break? <laughs> oh, we were too, weren't we? Sorry, listeners, uh, that's some inside stuff we 
We should probably make sure that we don't talk about break stuff during not break time. But sometimes it's fun. It's funny. If you're wondering what you're listening to, this is Free Talk Live. We're a live radio call-in talk program where you can talk about whatever's on your mind or whatever we're talking about or change the subject or keep it on, whatever you want to do. It's Free Talk Live. It's a caller-driven show. <laughs> no, it's not. The telephone number <laughs> it is... Could be if you call it could in. be if you call in. <laughs> change the subject, please. The telephone number, if we decide to give it to you, for you to call into, is... 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Forkfest 2022 Woo! coming up. I know it's it's mid-February, but like Porcupine Fe- Pork Fest, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, happens the week before this, and it's sold out. So at least as far as the campsite, you can still get a ticket and come in the day and get some lodging outside of Rogers Campground if you want to come. That's still available Or don't to you. sleep. Uh, or don't don't sleep. Yeah, like you could be done too. Uh, freedom-minded people will stay up for days sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the sixth annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Fork Fest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021 and looks to also sell out this year. Forkfest takes place the week after, but it's decentralized, which means there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fund is reserve your camping site, your RV site, or your motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. ForkFest.Party. Are you guys going? Heck it's, yeah, I it's am. It's a hard fork. It's yes. off of the pork. It is, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, I call it pork and fork now. Oh, pork and fork. Because it just sounds delicious. Pork and, and if fork. You, and if you don't sleep for two weeks, I mean, you start hallucinating. Uh, no, hey, I've... <laughs> I've, I definitely sleep at Porkfest and Forkfest. Look, as I'm a... I'm not that kind of a party animal. As a musician who used to play shows and all that kind of stuff for like 20 years on the West Coast, I've I spent two weeks doing far, you know, like <laughs> probably no worse things. <laughs> than being at Pork and Fork, which is a great time, by the way. Come party with the captain. Come party with us. You'll have fun. Uh, I do want to talk about the separation of money and state. Uh, however, Nikki, I've been sitting on this article for you specifically for weeks now. And I just because you're here, I want to bring it up. It's from Reason.com. The headline is Leave Goat Yoga Alone. Wow. With an exclamation mark. We can't even do the things we want on our own property that aren't even hurting anyone, is the subheading. Zoning aims to cram all human activity into neat little boxes, residential, commercial, agricultural. The system does not easily accommodate new, line-blurring ideas and practices, as Jordan Stevens learned when planning officials told her she was not allowed to host goat yoga classes on her farm in rural Hamilton County, Indiana. You know what would fix this? Abolishing the government? Oh, d- definitely. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Since 2018, Stevens and her partner had been running goat yoga classes where people strike traditional yoga poses while goats clamber on and around them 
out of a local counseling center. When the pandemic shut down the counseling center, Stevens shifted the operation to her farm. Happy Goat Lucky Acres. Whoa. Happy Goat Lucky Acres. Wow. Yeah, That's cute. It must have taken a long time to come up with that one. The move allowed her to hold classes in a safer outdoor environment while eliminating the need to hug her Nigerian dwarf goats back and forth. Lug, not hug, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only full-time goat yoga business in the state, and it was a good arrangement for Stephen's goats as well as her customers. They thrive on human interaction, she says. On the farm, we have a separate pen that we do the classes in, and they run straight into that. So apparently goats dig human interaction. Oh, they do. I used to work on a farm. It was a petting zoo, Mm -hmm. and they love little kids. Like, they just... They were so happy. They love to be played with. Like they're just like little people, except they're furry and they aren't people at all. And but. you do some yoga instruction. You have classes yeah. that you give and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, would you consider doing goat yoga with other yoga practitioners? Yeah. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. Okay. Just you don't tell the city. I love. Yeah. Well, like I've never. I don't. I don't any, tell them anything anyway. I don't have any yoga experience, so like I don't know what happens in you know, how yoga goes. But like. My first question would be: Is it safe to like do yoga with a bunch of goats in the room? Or yeah, if they're if the they're little goats, I mean, because the thing is, goats love to climb all over stuff, so they love. You know, where I used to work, they had like little like jungle gyms, like play areas for yeah. little kids, but goats would play on them, so they love to climb on stuff, and you know, so. Well, uh, the article continues, this is a win-win for humans and goats, but it didn't sit well with Hamilton County officials. Officials? Yeah. The local planning department (laughs) wasn't kidding around in July 2021 when it sent Stevens an email, a very sternly worded letter, an email informing her that her goat yoga was not allowed on her own agricultural land. While her property zoning allowed her to raise goats and sell goat products, goat yoga was out of the question. If Stevens wanted to operate her business legally, she would have to apply for a zoning variance. Wow, call the SWAT oh team, my huh? Oh, God. Jeez. The news was a blow for Stevens. Running her business from her farm was more cost-effective and convenient, especially because she has multiple sclerosis, which makes it difficult to work outside of her home. But with few other options, Stephen try- Stevens tried to jump through the county's hoops. It cost about $1,000 in fees, plus some $4,000 in revenue lost because she had to pause her business for two months while trying to figure this out and figure out how to jump through the hoops, raise the money, et cetera, and so on. Do not comply. It was all for naught. In September, the county's Board of Zoning Appeals rejected Stevens' application for a variance. I just don't understand the harm in what she's doing. Why do officials even care? Why do they care? Why are they called officials? Yeah, unofficials. Unofficials. Yeah, official what? Why do why do governors why, why, why do governors have mansions? Why do birds? Why do they exist? Yeah, <laughs> even better question. Fortunately, Stevens was able to finish out the rest of her season, which runs from May through October, at the fairgrounds in neighboring Tipton County. But the added expense and hassle of moving the classes off the farm left her wondering whether she will continue offering goat yoga classes at all. It sucks, Stephen says. They take so much money from people who are already taxpayers. And then we can't even do the things we want to on our own property. It's a free country, right? Not anymore. Especially when they're not even hurting anyone. Hmm. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is on the way. 
Yes, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. So, uh, before I talk about the separation of money and state, I want to say thank you to the Freeman who is a silver AMPS contributor over at amps.freetalklive.com. It's part of our uh, Patreon campaign. AMPS stands for Advertise, Marketing, Promote, and Support. And what it does is it helps us get this radio show onto more radio stations nationwide. We're on uh, about 190 radio stations. We could be on 200. We could be on 300 it's all up to you. Please visit amps.freetalklive.com and consider contributing to help us get the message of freedom, the perspectives of freedom-loving people. Uh, if you like this show, if you like the host, if you like the content, please consider contributing over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, The Freeman. We appreciate your contribution. All right. We've got some call, calls, some calls on hold. Yeah, calls on hold. And we're going to get to those in just a minute. But from BitcoinMagazine.com, Bitcoin, the inevitable path toward global adoption of the next world reserve currency. A changing of the guard is standard for fiat currencies, but Bitcoin is set to supplant them all. Hmm. If the last 700 years are any indication, reserve currencies have a shelf life of roughly 100 years. The U.S. dollar, also known as USD, officially became the world's reserve currency 77 years ago in the Bretton Woods events, 1990 or 1944. Right here in the Shire. Arguably, USD was the reserve as far back as the late 1920s. From a historical timeline perspective, the USD is in the twilight of its reserve status. Couple that with the fact that the United States is also expanding the money supply exponentially devaluing the purchasing power of the existing supply of the USD in the process. And to put it politely, the growth rate is unsustainable. Mathematically impossible. Impossible. For the record, the U.S. Federal Reserve is not operating in isolation. Most major central banks across the globe are following this trend. Examples include the European Central Bank, the Bank of Japan, and the People's Bank of China, to name a few. Frankly, the majority of major central banks are racing one another to see who can debase their currencies the quickest. Stanley Druckenmiller, who is considered a legendary investor in part due to his study of history and macroeconomics, thinks the USD will lose reserve currency status within 15 years. So if the USD has a shelf life, I'm sorry. I was saying that's kind of generous. I've been hearing about the collapse of the dollar and how it's mathematically not possible, which is true. For quite some time, the Federal Reserve is very tricky in its methods of kicking the can down the road and inflating the supply. And we are now seeing historical inflation uh, on prices. I don't know if you've noticed what you bought at the store is expensive, way more expensive than pre-COVID. That's because somewhere between 50 and as much as 80% of the money supply was created in the last five years. 
Well, yeah. Where do we think all those free COVID payments came from? Right. Free money. Woohoo. Oh. Well, they got to get it back by taxing us. We can, or are you taxing it with inflation? And we can talk more about this, but we have calls to get to. So let's go to uh, Deanne calling from Ackworth. Deanne, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Hi. What's on your mind? Um, well, I had, was hoping to bring this subject up, but now it fits perfectly in with what you were talking about with this lady in Indiana wanting to do the goat stuff. Okay. Um, it's something that I'm only newly learning about, but I'm wondering if you guys have heard about something called private member associations. Well, it's it's not like a new concept. Private member associations no. have have been around for some time. But go ahead. Right. Well, um, I don't know that much about it yet. I'm researching it and looking into it. But from what I understand, um. It frees you up as far as a lot of things. And she could tell these people that this is a private, you know, private property and she only serves her members and it's none of their business and get off her property. Um, you may well have I'm, a solution for her there in that respect. There were, when the, uh, the smoking bans uh, started coming around. Uh, and everybody was, you know, all the states individually were like, oh, we're going to ban smoking, ban smoking. Some places got around that by doing exactly what you're talking about. They're like, okay, well, I'm a private club now, and if you're a member, you can bring in a guest or guests as long as you sign our little, you know, whatever. They made some, you know, yeah. way for them to bring guests. And so they became a private member association, and then whoever they let in could both smoke and drink at the same time. I wonder if that would work in regards to the woman's issue with the goat yoga because it was a zoning issue. So normally it's like, okay, this can be agricultural land, residential land, or whatever. Commercial. Commercial yeah. land. So I wonder if that would be yeah. a way for her, because since it was a zoning issue. Well, one way around, right. if you have house concerts, um, you know, the band doesn't, you, you can't sell tickets to the band. The band gets a donation. So that's one way around having concerts in a house or a private uh, club. Oh, so if she accepted donations right. she's instead not, of charging she's, for... right. Yeah, uh, the suggested donation is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what so do you think? A, donation. Well, the one thing the the man that I heard interviewed about it, um, he started a grocery store. This is in California, so mm -hmm. you know, probably high um, government intrusions into stuff. But he said that he can tell people that come around to like check his refrigeration to make sure that it's up to par. He can tell them, you know, get out. This is not your business. It's private. And apparently it's working. They've been doing it for a while. And they, I think he said they own like 10 businesses. So they're, they're, you know, really implementing it. And he's hoping to get huge numbers of these set up. And he has a website that people can go on, which is what I was on tonight. Um, and he is trying to help people do it and get it set up. Do you want to tell us so, what the website is? It's fine. Sure. It's um, the PMA team. Dot club. T as in Texas, T M A? P as in person. Um, oh, P is private, right? Member. Yeah. Yeah. The P M A team dot club. Okay. Uh, I'm a fan of this kind of a thing, particularly if it circumvents, you know, uh, the, the statist paradigm. Uh, yeah, well, I don't exactly want to say on the radio what all he said it circumvents, but sure. it sounds really good to me. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
uh, I, I agree with you, and I wish that this these techniques would be deployed more. Although it is sad that people can't just do whatever they want on their own property uh, without having to, you know, create some sort of you know, pathway through the maze of BS that's thwarted upon us by but the state. I, I kind of like know? that stuff. You know, you start using code language and it's a private club and you got to pick up the phone and say, I need to have my shoes fixed and they let you in and, you know, stuff like that's kind of cool. And it just basically throws, throws the goons right off. You know, it's like, in, I know in California, they couldn't sell raw milk, so they had to sell it as pet food and oh, they yeah. could sell it as pet. So you're just going to get your pet food. Yeah. 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 Anything else, Dan? Um, well, the, I will just mention the one thing that I'm wondering if it will circumvent, which I'm going to find out. I just sent an email to this guy tonight. So, um, so we have had bullying neighbors for years, like 15 years, mm-hmm. and they just made a false fraudulent accusation to the New Hampshire Department of Environmental Services saying that I had violated some something or other, which is completely fraudulent there. He said I put culverts in the brook and built a road, neither of which I've done. So... I'm being inter- or, you know, investigated or whatever, but I'm wondering if I'll be able to keep them off my property, too. Well, good luck with that, and give us a call back. Let us know how that turns out, and thanks for the call, Deanne. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. We'll talk more about the separation of money and state and your calls. Come on and listen to Free Talk Live. The final segment. We've got some calls to get to. I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Nikki. And without further ado, let's uh, go to Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Yeah, between between you guys jawboning and your collars, you keep adding more things to my hit list. Um I heard a ditty about a restaurateur in New York back during the middle of the pandemic and how he got through this whole thing and didn't get shut down was uh, he had a sign-in list at the door and you'd throw in a buck for your uh, joining fee and, yeah, it was a club. Then you come in and get your cheeseburger for four fifty, and, you know, I don't know if he knocked a buck off the plate or whatever, but it was working for him. Yeah, I had a similar thing. Uh, Some friends would, they put up this, I'm going to call it a makeshift bar. And the deal was that you had to bring a donation to the bar. Six-pack, 12-pack, bottle of booze, whatever. You had to be over 21, and when you showed up, you had to sign this little book. And your donation was, you know, your membership fee. And your signature in the little book for that day was, was you know, you acknowledging you're a member. There were some rules listed there, and it says, you know, by signing the book, you acknowledge these rules for the club, et cetera, and so on. And they were able to do that, and then they would also take donations because they made it well known that the reason they were throwing these parties and having people over and, you know, having this donation-based bar was because they were trying to purchase a bar themselves and own it as their business. And they accomplished it by doing this very thing, and it was pretty unique. That's cool. Sorry, continue, Major. All right, another little uh, quick news duty I heard this morning, things they're going to try to bury. In Homestead, I don't know if it's Homestead City or Homestead County, Florida, uh, today uh, a prisoner was killed during transport from one facility to another, 
and ten cops were either fired or suspended, and three cops resigned. So uh, there's some some dirty doings down in Alligator Alley there. <laughs> okay, uh, Florida man. No, I'm 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 from the Mitten. No, not you. The, the wrong peninsula. Wrong peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Anyway, um, oh, you guys remember when River Dave called in and told us that fable the other couple weeks ago? Captain, yes. You need to, I mean, this guy is a wealth of knowledge. You guys should really see if you can't make him a guest of honor at the Quill Pig Fest here, the <laughs> Porcupine Fest. You know what I mean? We'll see what we can do. He is a he's, legend, uh, but he's also a very uh, reclusive person. So, Well, that was my other statement was he might not want to, so just go up and at least do an interview with him. Glean something. I mean, you you can't. It's just, just, just. There's too much gold in that well to just let it go. Yeah, I hear you. Anything else tonight, Major? Yeah. Well, I called in last night, and you guys, uh, Aaron Fat fingered me, and uh, Sarah got on, and I never got to finish my carbon curing story about uh, making your liquor drinkable. Oh yeah, we were talking about uh, putting the uh, barrel inside the bottle. Yeah, you put the barrel back in the bottle. But uh, it's pretty simple. All you really need is a good quality wood. Um, oak works real well. But after you've, you've smothered, you know, your fire burning and you smother your coals and you got a, a nugget. Yep. Well, if it's nice and hard, it'll work. If it's soft, you get too much flake and shale and it's an unpleasant drink. you got to filter it and yada, yada, yada. But uh, this stuff works so good, I can drop a nugget in, my, in a shot glass of green liquor and in less than five minutes I can taste the difference. So it's I'll, I'll get I'll get a full cure in three days. So it's bad if it's soft, good if it's hard, and that's the qualities of wood that you seek. Thanks for the call, Major. We appreciate you. <laughs> it ties back into the vegetables. It, uh, it comes yeah. back to the vegetables. <laughs> it comes back to the vegetables. Um, we had David in New Mexico trying to call, but he he's gone now for some reason. David, if you're listening, give us a call. Otherwise, we could talk more about this separation of money and state. Concerning Bitcoin, retail institutions, governments, pension funds, REITS, whatever that is. REITS. REITS. And, oh yeah, thank you. Real estate investment trusts. And banks are all accumulating Bitcoin. The diversity accumulation produces game theory adoption accumulation, which is occurring far quicker than most would have predicted. And this is why we see the rise in the cost of cryptocurrency and the the, the boom, if you will, of all of the industries surrounding that. Um, and so, of course, that makes this, you know, the separation of money and state is literally what Bitcoin achieves. Literally. The cryptocurrencies in general. So, uh, David in New Mexico, are you there? I am. All right. No thanks to you. Uh, I did nothing. Your call disappeared from my phone. So, uh, you either mm. got bad signal or you hit a button with your cheek or something. But you're on <laughs> on live right now. What's on your mind? Really the kid. Meh. <laughs> is that a goat joke? Um, I don't know. But uh, Billy the Kid. So we were talking about Billy the Kid like years ago, and you got a connection to Billy the Kid, and we need to uh, discuss your connection to Billy the Kid because we got some problems there. Okay, so I met and, a guy. Uh, I met a guy named uh, Pat. No, I'm sorry, Dan Garrett, who claimed he was Pat Garrett's great, 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 great. I don't know how many times great grandson. And uh, Pat Garrett is supposedly Billy the Kid's, you know, uh, arch arch enemy because they were friends. And then, of course, uh, he, he was 
contracted to go find and um, history claims uh, shot Billy the Kid. Uh, so this guy uh, Dan Garrett, uh, claiming to be a great, 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 you know, descendant of Pat Garrett, uh, would go around putting on old West shows, and uh, he could do things with a leather bullwhip, like take a cigarette out of your mouth without touching your face, wow. standing mm. standing at quite a distance Impressive. away from you. And I also got to shoot his forty four Magnum. That's Ooh. the first time I ever shot a forty four. It about took my arm off. Uh, so anyway, this guy also claimed uh, he was uh, former seventies pop artist Leaf Garrett's dad and had lost uh, at least one ranch as a result of his son's drug abuse. So uh, go ahead, David. This guy's name was Garrett. Sounds like uh, somebody in New Mexico been lying to you, but that don't make sense because nobody in New Mexico ever lies. But uh, Leaf Garrett was born uh, Leaf Pear Nervik, the son of Rick Nervik, which I believe is uh, probably a Swedish dude. So, okay. So there's uh, some sort of controversy here about, I think, Mr. Uh, Mr. Garrett, the uh, Wild West uh, actor, uh, filled you with the line of uh, something we can't say on the radio. Hey, it is New Mexico, man, and, uh, you know, it's the land of entrapment, so be careful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, he had he had no documentation supporting his claim of of being a uh, a parent to Leaf Garrett. Uh, he did yeah. have documentation supporting his claim to be related to you know the great 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 you know descendant of Pat Garrett. Now I realize that like this kind of stuff can be fabricated, and this was all pre internet times as well. So it could just very well have been part of his old west persona that he was putting on to sell tickets to his show and make his living. That is most likely the case especially since he's a New Mexican and he's a liar. Well, I don't know if he was New Mexican specifically. Like, uh, see, he's lying about that too, see? Well, he never claimed to be New Mexican to my recollection, so. Oh, okay. The plot thickens. <laughs> yes. Anything else today, David? No, I just wanted to straighten that out because there was a glaring error in the in the story because uh, Lake Garrett was not born Lake Garrett, and so I needed to straighten that well, out. Okay, so how did, how did he get the name Garrett then? Well, he was born in Hollywood, for one thing, so that yeah. probably had something to do with it. Probably had some agent that said, hey, you know, Leif uh, Pear Nervik. So, so you don't know, name. and because you don't know, you could be lying right now. I, I'm always lying, dude. You just don't know whether I'm lying right now or not. So <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, that is the problem. Hey, thanks for the call, David. We appreciate you. Plot twist. Plot twist. David in New Mexico. It's like Arnold Tom. Hey, you got to change your name to Tom Arnold. That works. <laughs> I mean, it's not uncommon for Hollywood types to you know change their name yeah. from something to something to make it easier. Karen or Johnson. Less. Norma Jean. Less Norma difficult Jean. to pronounce if you get yeah. some you know weird unpronounceable name. It's not uncommon for those things to but happen. But Karen Johnson changed her name to a crazy name. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi's Karen oh. Johnson? Karen Johnson. Wow. Yeah. I did not so, know this. That's such a flat name, Karen Johnson. Yeah. yeah so uh, anyway. you know. She should go back to, she should change her name back to that. I mean, She's a Karen for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I could see, I could see people, you know, if your name's like Bob Smith, right? Bob, very common name. Smith, very common name. Like, do you really want to be one of the most common names it's, on planet yeah. Earth? You know, or, I used to work with a guy. His name was Mike Smith, and he would run into people. Oh, you're and he had business cards. So many Mike Smiths, it was incredible. That I, was like, and, Mike, and you're Mike Smith. Smith. Yeah. I'm Mike Smith. I, yeah, here's my card. He had a, like a stack of cards of, of all these Smiths. Mike Smiths at all different. 
places all over the country. A good friend of mine passed away recently. His name was Dan Kirk. And I keep running into people or seeing the name Dan Kirk because it's common. Yeah. Dunkirk. Anyway, we're out of time for this week's edition of the Sunday version of Free Talk Live. If you missed any of the show, find us at freetalklive.com. Thanks for tuning in and listening, everybody. Peace. Thanks, Kevin.